Right. Because you have no idea what's happening. Like, y'all just pull up to the spot, y'all must be going somewhere, and then they say sit in the car for 10 minutes. But my personality on the other side is is still questioning everything. And I'm like, nah, you know what? I got to see what's going on. <laughs> so I cut off the car, go inside, act like I'm using the restroom. And this is innocent. He's just sitting there talking to a, a friend and they're a guy. I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to the restroom real quick. <laughs> and he looking at me like, really? I knew it. he just had that face. So I walk back out to the car. He finishes up his conversation, comes back, and he just goes in on me. He's just like, "Why? Well, I knew you couldn't listen. I knew you could. You just go had. You had to come in. You had to see what was going on. You know." He called me out. He was like, "You know, you're you're controlling, and you know, it's kind of invasion of privacy and that and tr- lack of trust. Mm-hmm. So it really." had me you know i really felt bad at that point because i'm just like dang i knew in my deep down in my soul that it was you know something innocent but yet i still Mm. chose to act differently Mm. so that caused me to just look up i don't know i'm weird like that y'all i just (laughs) researching stuff like you know just trying to see if other people ever had that feeling like where they having to decide between you know their soul and this uh, this other piece of them right and that's how I came across the book, The Seed of a Soul. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Before we get deep, I have to talk to Cody. Yes, <laughs> because she's a really good person. Yeah. And we had this conversation before this conversation. And I personally feel <clears throat> you did nothing wrong. <laughs> so I want you to make sure you get that through your head. It's okay to, you know. Look, I ain't acting. gonna be as, yeah, acting to be curious. Mm-hmm. Had it been me, she handled that way better than me. <laughs> I would have been asked questions. Oh, it wouldn't even been that he wouldn't even been able to hop out the car. <laughs> what? No, like, what are you doing? Because I'm gonna come inside. Like, I'm like, don't tell me to stay in the car. Granted, had it been a surprise or something for you, that would kind of mess it up. But I, I just really want people to. I really want people who do really do a lot of self-reflection on themselves Mm -hmm. to take care of your self-reflection. Not everything that you do is a bad thing. Not everything Mm -hmm. you have to do, you have to reflect and think that you have to really work on it internally. Honestly, those those are your true feelings. It's okay to feel. It's okay to be curious about something that just not sitting well with you or you don't like the way um, that was vocalized to you. That is okay. So Mm -hmm. as people that you listen to the Soul Feeling Podcast, you're probably one of those people do like a lot of self-reflection right. and I want you to know don't be so hard on yourself don't be so hard on others and don't be so hard on yourself and I think it said in the pop in this book somewhere it says don't blame or judge others mm-hmm. but it also says or yourself yeah you know we say this all the time that we're human we make mistakes you know um and I know we're gonna get into this but mm-hmm. it's just like one of the key things that you did do is focusing on learning yourself and how you're feeling during that time yeah and so I just want to make sure I reassure you as a friend. Yes. Because I just need you to know that you're a good person. Yes. <laughs> I that, yeah. But, you know, but the burning question in the heat of that mm-hmm. moment was just why? Mm-hmm. Why did you feel like you had to walk mm-hmm. in there? Why right. couldn't you just, you know, trust me and stay in the car? Yeah. You know, have I ever done anything to harm you in the past? No. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, so I really had to look at myself at the court and say, okay, why, Jasmine? Why? Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, part of it was ego. I'm like, now you can't tell me what to do. Like, you know, <laughs> who run this? Like, yeah. no, I run this. 
and that's part, and that goes into the the first chapter. It talks about evolution and that power, mm-hmm. and how we've taken, you know, this the survival survival of the fittest is all about being the the top of the food chain, being mm-hmm. the one in control and trying to control everything in your environment, mm-hmm. and it even comes down to uh, to relationships, Girl. to friendships, mm-hmm. and it is a constant battle with one person wanting to be the most powerful. Right. You don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to be weak. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a punk now. <laughs> and when you think about it, it's like you know. in a relationship, there's two parties. There's yes. always two people. And any action that we do, we always kind of have to be mindful. Not mm-hmm. kind of. You have to no, be mindful no. of mm-hmm. how if I, and he talked about this in the book, mm-hmm. with my action, with my intention, what consequences may arise out of this? Mm-hmm. What consequences? So, hey, it's two sides to the sword. You can look at it from both ways. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Kyle, with my actions, I love Kyle. He's amazing. Yeah, I love Kyle. We love them. We love him. We love Kobe. We love both of them. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> going back to the story. Yes. So, but like Kyle, and it's two parties because it's a, I, I can agree with Kyle and mm-hmm. I can agree with Kobe. So, the way, and this is. It's just, it's just, I think we turned to a relationship podcast. Y'all like, come on, give a relationship advice. Last, we had some, okay, but anyway. Because I be, I have to take this advice for myself and my relationship yeah. as well. And I'm, when I, I look at it, when, like, you my girl. Of course I'm about to side with you. But then you, you got to think about it on both ends of the my spectrum. Yeah. But, but we don't do that. That's the beauty of, yeah. of our relationship. We'll, yeah. we'll you know, mm-hmm, listen. And we'll, okay, yeah. girl, this we'll is what you, you could have did, yeah. did. Or yeah. should did. Or he could have did. Okay. Yeah. So, going back, if I can never get through this part. <laughs> but, yeah, so Kyle is like, okay, with my consequence, I mean, with my intentions, so with my actions, with the cause. So, he, oh, in the book, I don't even know if this was in the book. I think this was an interview with Oprah because, yeah, I'm going to be honest, I didn't read the whole book. I was watching the <laughs> no, uh, Oprah podcast and Cliff Notes today. But uh, this, I'm just, I'm not looking to take out here. But, uh, anywho, but in the book or in the, the interview with mm-hmm. Gary um, Zukoff, and Oprah, they were saying that, pardon me, they were saying that cause is your intentions and effect is the consequences. Yes. And so like with, with Kyle, he could have been like, okay, my actions, my intentions, I'm going to go in this building. I'm not going to let my significant other know. And, you know, it's just like, what, this is my cause. So what is that going to cause out of her, me leaving her in the dark, me not telling her mm-hmm. uh, details. This is going to just arise a t- some type, yep. make it feel some type yep. of way. It's yes. going to arise an emotion. And just being human, we have to acknowledge that. This is, yes. By this cause, it's going to arise this effect. So boom. So like that is, it's just inevitable. Whatever you choose, you're going to have some type of consequences. Okay. It, on the flip side, okay, I'm going to let you know, baby, I'm about to run in here for a moment. We got to meet up, top, chop it up with such and such. Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of that action now the cause is oh you sitting in the car chilling scrolling on the gram you know you want me thinking you, your mind is at ease and so <laughs> when it is two parties involved hey. you do have to think about how is this going to affect them and when i do this how is this going to affect our relationship or so to speak and then on kobe you know like because in the book, on the flip side as well, mm-hmm. it did say something about fear and controlling. So, yes. you know, okay, we can't control people. We just can't. Yes. And so the fact that he goes into a building, you have no control over, like, 
one, I didn't drive us here. Like you already not in the in control of the driver's exactly. seat. So you like, um, so then you go in, he's like, okay, who is he talking to? So you have no control. So that that lack of control it stimulates fear. It does. What the hell happened? To what, pause, what? to pause, let me know that he already had an intention to go there because mm-hmm. I had hopped in the driver's seat first and he was like, Nah, mm-hmm. I drive. So that was another thing that was going through my mind. I was like, he knew he wanted right to go. Right, before we even left the house. Before we even left the house. So why not just say, hey, I want to make a stop here real quick before we go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but true. instead he just did what he wanted to do. Exactly. out of that. So, mm-hmm. exactly. So, point three. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, um, but no, it's serious. <laughs> but, but you're right. At the root of that, those, my thoughts was fear. At the root of that power, that Wanted, that wanted to have control mm. is fear. Mm, yes, because it just, it, you don't know. So we fear, quote unquote, and we talked about this in one of our old podcasts, we fear the unknown sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we have to, and, and going to the book, so where, you know, if you want to look at it from this perspective where Kobe could have been wrong, is like, you should trust. You yes. should you should have control. Like I know, I know. You're like I don't agree. I know. I'm just saying from, from the books. I'm not oh, from saying the, yeah, from, from the book coming from, from the, a place of coming from the place of the book coming from a place of understanding. Deep down. But if we're talking about relationships to avoid this in the future, you have to say you just have to let him know. Like, of course, I trust you. Read or eat the trust is there. It has nothing to do with the trust. And then he's gonna have to talk. Like, you know what? I just expect you to trust me. What well, I would expect for communication. So it's just something yeah, simple that can be worked out. That's something that's super slight that can be worked out. But just in the future, when another event or situation arises that's similar to this one, it will teach you how to act so that the two of you can harmonize so that y'all can be at peace because some people you can do that pop right in jump right that wouldn't phase them wouldn't bother them none but for this particular relationship i have to express or uh, communicate to you what i'm doing to make you be at ease because you want your partner to be at ease both ways it shouldn't be one-sided yeah it's definitely two streets it is it is and with that being said so the quote i really do want to read this this is the Mm -hmm. quote that made me really liked the book and that I heard from Oprah mm-hmm. that really made me want to learn more mm-hmm. about the soul and the personality. So it says, when the energy of the soul is recognized, acknowledged, and valued, it begins to infuse the life of the personality. When the personality comes to fully serve the energy of its soul, that is authentic empowerment. This is the goal of the evolutionary process in which we are involved and the reason for our being. Mm-hmm. Every experience that you have and will have upon the earth encourages the alignment of your personality with your soul. Hmm. Every circumstance and situation gives you the opportunity Hmm. to choose this path. So I had an opportunity to choose to allow my soul to shine through me. Your personality, right. To bring it to the physical world through you is unending and unfathomable reverence for love for and love of life. Mm. Y'all, y'all might have to rewind that and listen to that right. a couple times because that is deep. Because the reason why it resonated so much with me That's now, because I was listening <laughs> to Oprah say that earlier, but then when you read it yes. again, it really just started clicking. You ain't need to hear that three or four times. Situa- and this, and I, I brought the situation up, you know, between me and Kyle because that's what made me go look mm-hmm. into and find, you know, and I come came up with this book. I didn't know when I was searching soul and personality that I was gonna come up with this. Wow! And it's amazing, and I'm happy that it happened, and I did go look because it's 
this is beautiful. But every situation that we come to in life, we have an opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to choose this path, mm. the right path, or I'm going to go down this path of destruction or mm. violence or whatever. Not so dark and bad, mm. but just not the so the right path. We got to talk about that. that. Yeah. Let's talk about that because in the book, and I'm so glad that you, oh, that you mentioned it that way because first, so we always have the choice to choose a path, mm -hmm. either the quote unquote right path or the quote unquote wrong path. And what they were saying in the book is, so there's two paths, the path of you, your, which is your personality, this, mm -hmm. this, the things that we've grown and we, we learned over environmental conditioning, um, just your personality. Uh, some people mm -hmm. associated with your I think, sign. Yes, your, your, I was just about yes. to hear your ever mind. But yes, you know. so it's like you have to associate. So I think a cumulative of these things create our personality, our experiences, mm -hmm. things we've uh, learned in a book, things that um, just our environment, who we're raised around, just yes. all of these things affect and cultivate and mold your personality. So in the book, oh, well, not, I don't even think this was in the book. This was the interview with him and Oprah. And she, he actually, um, a credit credits Oprah for making him think of this analogy because she was like, she was like, she, she that's her favorite sentence. Mm -hmm. She said that literally that um not sentence that was like a little paragraph mm -hmm. that excerpt from the book. <laughs> she, <laughs> right? That excerpt from the book she said changed her mm -hmm. life. It, she's like, I am the Oprah y'all know today because of that. Yes. That that excerpt yes. in the book it really put words to to. To the experience I was trying to cultivate, it made me become more intentional. It made me become um, more okay. Well, anyway, let me just back up and tell y'all what the analogy is. Okay, so you he said either you could choose basically your soul consciousness, or per se, or your personality. You could choose mm -hmm. to however you respond in a situation can mm -hmm. either be your soul that you're you're relying on your soul to to get to guide you. Do I want to choose? choose um, actions of gratitude, actions of love, or do I want to choose actions of fear, actions mm -hmm. of, of uh, resentment, any, yes. any, any of the mm -hmm. negative, or we call them negative, or lower vibrations. Yes. So, so he was saying, so imagine a mothership. And you're like, what? Well, now we on the water? Okay, yes. So you're in a boat. Like, think about a sea that he said is biggest of seas that you can ever imagine. And imagine in this sea that there is this huge, ginormous mothership. The mothership is, think about it, the, the largest mothership that you can ever think of, the biggest ship, Titanic, ain't got nothing on this ship. It's like a very, very large ship. And in this ship, there are little boats. Mm -hmm. Not even like uh, little baby ships. These are like pedal boats, like really tiny boats. And your personality is the boat, and your soul is like the mothership. And here's why. He says, in life, we always are faced with a choice to either choose to follow the mothership so we can follow our soul, follow love, follow a path of like beautiful things, or we can choose to resist and go the opposite way. And you'll find your life repetitive. You're living out of fear, going through same negative cycles because you're going against your soul. As long as you follow the ship, it's as if you're doing what you were created to do. You're yes. following your purpose. You know, yes. essentially, I was like, that is just the most beautiful way to think about purpose. Because he's like, when you follow this current, instead of going against the current, then you will, life will just unfold for you so much more beautiful. And so 
um, another analogy that they use in the um, in the I, I keep wanting to say book, but the interview was why. And he was saying, imagine you have a no. He says you. Well, and so you have a, a big why and a little why, and your soul is your, which is your your the big you. And then you have your personality, which is the little you. And so anytime you want to like interact or do something, you like, which you is this that's making the decision, yes. making that decision. And so I'm just like, it just makes me think like, we really have the, the, the power to create and choose do in a situation, do I want to act out of this, out of hate or out of fear or out of whatever the case may be, or do I want to choose? So it, it makes you not be so controlling because you know that every situation that's happening is happening for either your, mm, this is this is deep. I'm sorry. I'm just. I feel like I'm talking too much. But anyway, so he said within this book, and this is why I was like, thank you, Kobe, for thinking yeah. of this book. This who knew this question could spark all of this. He says sometimes the things that you fear. So I don't. I really want to say this right. So he says sometimes the things that you fear is going against what your personality fears, but is designed for your soul. So, like, think about it. that one more time. So, yeah. sometimes the things that we fear mm-hmm. is what's your personality fear. Like, the little you, the little why. Okay, but, but we're supposed to be, so you're, okay, in other words, your, your dreams, it seems like they're so impossible. Like, we're trying, like, when we first started this podcast, we didn't think that, we didn't, not necessarily that we didn't think, we didn't know per se, yeah. that it was going to grow as, 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 as large as it did. And as if we told, and if we told people about it, they might say back at that time, no one was really doing podcasts. People didn't even really understand what a podcast was. They were like, you know, you're wasting your time, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so you listen to the things out of fear, mm-hmm. out of fear, out of that, like the you, your personality, but then you still hear a voice inside of you saying, like, like we oh, all felt that saying exactly. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay. So now you have this bigger you, the, the bigger why, so to speak, and it's pu- pushing you to go network, go talk to people, go do things that, that you would find uncomfortable. It's, it's like, you, it's, it's forcing you to get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So there's a good fear, so to speak, and then there's a, a fear that can keep you in the same cycle. So, yes. Absolutely. So yeah. Oh, that, that's really good. This really just like made me think of like, when I heard that quote, it did the same thing. I guess Sarah, when you hear that quote, it just gives you like a spiral of look, looking at your life. And it yes. made me think like, okay, if we could ask ourselves, if we could take our soul out of us and we have a conversation with our soul mm-hmm. and we ask our soul like, and they looking at us like, right, am I living the life that will make you proud? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you start to reflect on your life. Am I leading a life that my soul can be happy about mm-hmm. like am i saying the things that my soul can be happy about am i feeling the things that my soul can be happy about am i mm-hmm. doing the things that my soul can be happy about and so it's just like kind of like yes <laughs> like i get i can say yes because right. you know i'm in soul filling podcast but also it's just like i wrote on instagram today and it's kind of really funny that she said this whole thing about fear mm-hmm. i wrote that like i feel so much better when I'm doing what I know I need to do. Yes. And that's that inner, like that deep down inner thing that's telling you, I need to do this. Like, and that's why I love God so much because he really made everything so perfect. And we mm. talked about this earlier, like 
emotions really do tell you where you're supposed to be. So, yes. like, if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do mm. in anything, if you feel like you need to break up with a person, mm. you feel that deep down on the inside, but your personality is rationalizing you staying yes. with that person. Ooh. And yes. until you let your soul do the talking for you, that's when you finally break up with that person. You think exactly. that you need to be at that job, but you know deep down inside, you only got a few years or few months mm. but God has something more for you that's your soul mm. pulling you Telling and if yes. you're not if you're not doing what your soul is telling you to do mm. um, what God is telling you to do what God told your soul to do yeah. <laughs> then it's just like you start feeling anxious you know like these days everybody's talking about I feel so anxious I feel so mm. anxious okay think about why what is triggering that anxiousness? For me, it's always when I'm not doing what I know I need to be doing. I know I need to be reading the word. I know I need to be eating healthy. I know I need to say sorry to this person. I know I need to clean up. Like, it could be the littlest things. It's like your soul is pulling you and your emotions are telling you through the way you feel inside. It's the manifestation of you not acknowledging your soul or living the life that your soul wants you to. Yes. That's exactly what it is and that is what he is trying to get us to reach in mm -hmm. with this book so he talks about you know with that in that evolutionary chapter about this external power that we all have mm -hmm. and how we need to turn that into that authentic power that power within inside us. Mm. yes yes, yes. and so really was interesting to me going back to a point that you were talking about that karma mm. so it Shout is yes talking about karma and this law of motion for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. There really and is. the crazy thing there is, is to really take a step is. back, the thing is, he explains it in the book as well, we like to think that we are responsible for the good things in our life, right? Mm. For example, I use the podcast, for example. When okay. we have good episodes, we're like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> that was a good episode, mm -hmm. right? Right? But then when we, and I think all of our episodes are great, but we know like those, mm -hmm. some episodes are better than others and when we didn't prepare as well. Right. Like, mm -hmm. So on those episodes <laughs> when you don't we didn't that add, exactly, <laughs> the ones where we're not as confident about, we like to not think that it was our fault. Mm -hmm. Right? We're like, ah, oh, nah, I had to had a long day I had this going on, mm -hmm. I had work. And, but you don't want to <laughs> admit and say that, you know what? I didn't, you know, study. I didn't, you know, intentionally go back to that intention. Mm -hmm. I didn't intentionally look up a topic. Mm -hmm. And that is what we do. Absolutely. A lot of times in every situation, going back to the situation with me and Kyle, he wants to think that it wasn't his bad. That argument that we had was not his fault. That mm -hmm. it was nothing, no action that he did that caused, you know, mm -hmm. another action. I right. like to think the same thing. Mm -hmm. And once we get out or understand that every action mm -hmm. has an equal and opposite reaction, mm -hmm. then we will look at life so much differently. You won't Ooh, try to careful. take matters. You be more careful. You try. You won't take matters into your own hand. And this is when you think about really on the spiritual level. You look at God and how you know how He walked the earth and everything. He knew that mm. these people around Him were gonna do something. You know, we're gonna eventually betray Him, but yes. yet He. Still treated them how with love, with love, mm -hmm. respect, mm -hmm. and just imagine if we did that, mm -hmm. like how much, how different the world would be. So much different, and yeah. it, it's really just like oh, 
It really is about that power construct because it seems like you know you don't want to admit you're wrong mm -hmm. in a argument because of that power construct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if we could just let that go and exactly. really think of really, I mean, it's really simple. It might be sounding all deep, but if you really just it goes back to what we learned mm -hmm. when we're young. You know, don't say anything you don't want to be said. Right. Say, you know, only say nice things. Mm -hmm. And it, it really, when I tell you guys karma or whatever this balancing thing is, I know for sure because I see it quick now. Like, mm -hmm. if I do something wrong, like, even something as simple as putting the grocery, <laughs> the grocery cart back in mm -hmm. to where it's supposed to be, I know if I don't put that grocery cart back to make it easier for that person, I know somewhere down the line that somebody's Somebody not going to help me. They're going to short me. That. Yes, and that's what he talks he about. He did talk about you that. Cheat really? on, yes. Yay. <laughs> no, that's so profound because he talks about that. You cheat somebody, you know, going back to the situation like at a restaurant. If you get your bill back and the waitress, you know, mm. gave you more change than mm. what you should have gotten mm. or she forget to put a drink or something on there. Mm, you right. don't speak up and say something mm. down the line. You wonder why you let somebody borrow some money and they never did return it. It's yeah. because you didn't even speak. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yes. Like it happens all the time. And we don't in like different to acknowledge that. No, we don't. In different ways. Mm -hmm. We don't like to acknowledge that. You know what? Something down the line happened to me and it had something to do with something that I did in the past. Mm. Right. Because like you said, right. we want to take credit for the good things. Exactly. But we, we don't want to look that ugly monster in the face the and say, you know, like, it's probably because I did old dude wrong or exactly. old girl wrong. And this is why yeah, it's I probably happening it. to me right now. Or, you know, not even in a relationship way, just on the, the smallest on the bare point. people the way you want to be treated. Exactly. back to that same concept. Ooh. And in the um, interview, they actually said, that and most people you know we feel like you know i can ex well some people feel like they can escape karma but there's no escaping mm -hmm. it. it it's going to happen he he made a joke on the podcast. i mean i keep wanting to say podcast actually she does have a podcast it was the podcast that she's she's had she has two she has the show mm -hmm. and then she has a podcast she's coming out well she's already come out with another podcast that's wow. gonna be like balancing so and she's had him on the show so this book actually came out y'all in 25 years ago, right? Yes. 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 Wow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it came out in 19. And the thing is, the fact that this information is so prevalent Still. and relevant to this Still. day. And it's going to be prevalent even when we gone. Girl, yes. And it's just beautiful to me. It's just so beautiful. But going back to it, y'all. I still a, have a question. Yes. I know you have, do y'all really think that there's no way against karma? No. Like, and he talks about that. If you, and this is, this is why it's so touchy and it is because if you believe in reincarnation, whether you experience it in this lifetime, mm. your soul is still going to collect get it. that collect karma. It. They you think about why day. some people have a hard life. You're like, what did I do to deserve <laughs> this? Like, I, you know, you think when your past life, when it's like, no, it's not you personally. It's your soul is paying a debt from another lifetime. Mm. That's deep, and you might not believe it, but yeah, this is deep. just a concept that he's felt like is true. 
Yeah. And, and he says you can agree to disagree. Yeah, you can because you think about like, you know, why do you know, infants pass away so young. Why do people pass away at a young age? You know, why? I'm born into like just born poverty, in, like yes, inhumane poverty. Why? And it's because of this concept of karma and it's deep and it sucks, but you, and that's the other thing he said, you can't look at it as, you know, even down to the homeless person that's on the street. Mm -hmm. You can't look at that person and I know we want to feel a certain way about it, but we have to understand, it's just understanding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm that this person's soul has to pay this debt and yeah because you, when you think about the soul i do just want to like i like that you said you could agree to disagree because i disagree i don't mm, I do, yeah i disagree with that because i maybe it's because of um right the christ following and how i was brought up mm -hmm. and about you know grace and forgiveness and god is a god of forgiveness yeah and that's what i really and that's what he came and died on our sins for so i don't believe you know if god is our creator mm -hmm. and this is what the bible says i personally i think there's yeah. some truth to it i yes. definitely do mm -hmm. i personally don't believe he would go and punish us i think he's like uh, i mean i don't think it's him punishing it's us i think it's the soul us. when you disconnect the like not disconnect the soul it's, this it's is why this is this is and this is like goes talk. into even t the choices too mm -hmm. because yes you might look at that homeless person and say how did this person get here mm -hmm. and i and it sucks to say but it's like at the end of the day this person there were some choices mm -hmm. that could have led to either this person figuring out something before it got to that point of mm -hmm. poverty or homelessness mm -hmm. or you know does that make sense it makes sense but this way i just want to make sure the soul makes believe with more so it's just like i don't want them to be like damn my damn soul really was fucking up in my past life like i don't want them to be mad at that no, like, i want no, them to no. know that right now knowing that like you know, karma really does happen. Like, yes. you, you reap what you sow. Exactly. I just want them to know to just lead a better life and now right. and make the healthier exactly. choices. I don't want exactly. them to be mad at their old soul or to be like, damn, I really, like, really messaged. No, like, how much more yes. debt do I have to pay? No, I don't want, no. that's the thing. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I kind of have a problem with, oh, this is, your past life was fucked up, so mm -hmm. now you're, can't repay back in this life. It kind of makes well, me feel bad. It, it goes with generational curses can be broken. Yes. Like past life curses can be broken. Well, I just like, I think about anything that can be broken based on your actions. So yes. if you're in a fucked up situation now, you can't change that. It may yes. take some time, but yes. with your present yes. actions that you are doing at this very moment will change the course of your future. So yes. if you are exactly. living a life of quote unquote sin, you're gonna keep reincarnating negative sinful yes. situations right. and messed up situations. Like, because um, even in the Bible, it talk about the wicked will perish and your eyes, the good will see. So yes. it's not saying that God is putting this on you. You are putting this on you by mm -hmm. by your, and this is what he talked about in the book because he said, um, so, and in the Buddhist culture, they call it a wheel. Like when you are going through life, you're putting yourself through these same suffering patterns. Like whether that's, um, and I don't want to like feel like I'm stepping on anyone's toes, but like if it's just some like situations of, of poverty or, or debt or, or divorce or uh, just all of these negative cycles, those could be the cycles of that's keeping you stuck inside of this yes. this lower frequency. It's not saying that God is putting you 
and like he's damning you to 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 be that way for okay. eternity but yeah. it's saying that like it once you learn once you bring this awareness and i it's, it's a specific way he said it in the book but once you bring this and that's why i love how kobe keeps doing the self-reflecting thing like bringing that self-awareness like okay I know I was I was living out of fear and I was acting like I, I wanted to be in control or of this situation. Therefore, I, I couldn't do this, 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 or this turned out that way. And yeah. so with every action, there's going to be an effect, a cause mm -hmm. and effect. So with every, like, like you said, every action, you're going to get a consequence. So mm -hmm. it's so in, in going back to with the karmic debt and all that thing that they're just saying, like, based on your current actions, you're building up a debt. Yes, that debt can be wiped away this lifetime right yes. now. Yes, it's that's the point. Exactly. That yes. It's not saying that you have to go 10 <laughs> lifetimes no. licking <laughs> bottles of sugar. You are. About yes. yes. Don't be stubborn yes. at because it might take some exactly. It might take somebody fifty times to learn a lesson. It might take somebody else one time. They're like, oh, nah, I don't want to do that no more. Mm, right. There we go. And what? It, and I even uh, an example makes me think about my grandpa. Mm -hmm. My grandpa is an older man right now. He's in his 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 late seventies, and he was telling me like when he was young. I'm talking like our age or even younger. He's like his sister told him his older sister is like you're never going to be able to trust me mm -hmm. so from that interaction with his sister he held this tight grudge against her like and then it started to spiral over into his other relationships and he started feeling like he couldn't trust anyone like he has like had the like the biggest trust issues that 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 you can mm -hmm. think of even so much to the point to where we would talk about his um veterans benefits and he's just like i don't trust that that anything good gonna happen out of this and it, it just spirals over to and he like he even became distant from his family when he, and i just came back again from waco this sunday and we were just talking and he was just telling me like you know all my years I, like even things simple things like going to the grocery store i feel like i can't trust people they might cheat me on my money or it's just like and you keep living that same cycle. It's a miserable, it could be, and he was saying in the book, it could be a miserable cycle, or you can get out of that cycle and create a beautiful cycle. Mm -hmm. But he was just living like, I have the lack of trust. Somebody's going to try to do me something wrong. or and, and it just created this anxiety. Then he went through a long depression for 20 years, not talking to any of his family, just out of that trust. And that's a negative cycle, a sinful cycle that you're constantly going through over and over again. And then it, and it wasn't until he says this, he tells me he's like it wasn't until you just came around and brought some light and like showed me like faith overpowers trust so there there you go like when you put god in the mix and have that divine alignment or whatever you choose to call it that spiritual god along with your soul your, your soul has to get out of that thing your soul will repeat the same cycles mm -hmm. over and over and over again for the rest of your life and then you come through the next lifetime like they say you'll keep going through the same cycles until you learn how to break free from those cycles right. so I don't think she was saying that God <laughs> was punishing people, yeah. but people punish people. We punish ourselves yes. with the things we fear. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. That is very true. Yes. I what agree. I really like about, um, was it chapter four, talking about the heart, and it kind of played with the concept of, so if someone does something bad, right, they go to jail, they do something evil, you mm -hmm. get locked up. So you, you might be able to imprison an evil person but can you imprison evil? Mm -hmm. No, the only way you can kill darkness is with light. Mm -hmm. So, and once again, going back to those choices, choosing to go towards the light versus, mm -hmm. you know, choosing the lower frequencies, going towards the dark. 
Yeah. It's very imperative to always choose life. Yes. <laughs> because, I mean, it's easy. It can be easy to be going into, like, easy to go into, like, dark choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it feels so much better to be, like, into light yeah. of other people. <laughs> and to think about that, uh, just think about how you feel when you are happy and when you're, you know, joy. You feel light. You feel... Yes. Like peaceful, you're yeah, happy. Your your like, body, yeah, like you're high. Yes, I've never been high. But when you're guilty, <laughs> you're carrying around mad. this guilt, this fear, this anger. This is why people mm. like I'm just tired. I'm so you know you're mm. heavy. Yeah, like, right. literally, it's like you can't get no physical risk with this yes. mental cloud, yes. that baggage. You just feel like you have something weighing you down. Yes. Right. yes. You really do, and that's why it's important to get things off your chest. And, like, mm-hmm. going back to making sure that you are in alignment with your soul, with your mm-hmm. purpose, is that's what weighs you down, that you not doing what you're supposed to do is really yes. what's weighing you down. Mm-hmm. And literally, alignment, we make it all very deep and stuff like that, but literally, alignment is literally just doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know deep down inside what it is, mm-hmm. whether that's it, whether it's whatever. It could be the simplest mm-hmm. things. And if you want to be in alignment, just think to yourself, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> oh, this right. is this is it. Yes. Right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, act be still and ask God like we say in like all of the podcasts. Definitely. Um, because he will show you and you'll you'll know it's a pool. Maybe if we just more listen to the pool. Mm, yes. Just listen to your body. And I think it says it in here somewhere mm-hmm. about you having to like your emotions is basically mm-hmm. telling you yes. what you need. Yes. And so he instead of a lot of people like try to like put their emotions away, pack them away, but he literally says, feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. Like feel it with your chest. Like feel it. See what does it have to tell you? Mm-hmm. Something else I did like in this book too that I read somewhere. Was he talked about an object in motion, stage in motion until what a force hits it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that force is change. Mm. That's what it is. You have to get to that point where you like, okay, either I'm going to change my mm-hmm. personality and align myself with my soul in order for my situation to change, or I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing, and it's going to lead me to. What I don't want to, where mm. I don't want to be. Right. You have to get to that point where you hit the crossroads, and it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Mm. Am I going to make a change for the better, or am I going to keep making these mistakes where I am, where I'm having messed up relationships, and I keep fighting. I'm not trusting nobody, mm. and it's just right. I'm never going to be happy. Right. Another thing I really like about Gary, Gary, Gary <laughs> Zukov is. He was um, uh, really high ranked in the military. He was a sex addict. And he really talked about how back during this time, he was saying he was operating like, so we have to be very mindful of our intentions. So yes. like, and that's where that change is gonna, gonna exactly. really start to spiral in your life where you, and he was saying like, I was operating at such a low, low place in my life where mm-hmm. I felt like I needed it doesn't matter how many, it was an addiction. So he was saying, it doesn't matter how many people I was sleeping with, but he was saying, it didn't matter how many people I was sleeping with, but what mattered was just the numbers. Or what it, he said, even when I thought about it deeper on an intentional level, he said, I realized that I didn't care anything about these women, 
But then he said, he said, going back to whatever you put out there is mm-hmm. what you're going to get back. And he said, mm-hmm. then I had to flip the, the other end of the switch and realize that that same amount of lack of care that I had toward these women, they didn't care anything about me either. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that was just a profound moment. Like, I really, and he's like, I never, he said, I didn't even realize that during that moment I needed to change. He didn't even realize I, anything was wrong with him. And he said, that's what happens. That's why a lot of us stay in these fear cycles because we don't see them, see them as fears. We don't see them as addictions. We don't see them as, as anything wrong with us or not even wrong, but we don't take that time to self-reflect, mm-hmm. self-evaluate ourselves and say, okay, What's my intention behind this? What am I getting out of this? What am I giving out of this? What am I putting out into the universe because of this? And he was saying, like, whatever we put out into the universe, Mm -hmm. somebody is going to catch that frequency and attract themselves to you. So I Mm, was putting out, girl, it was like I was putting out (laughs) fear. I was putting my intentions was basically I didn't care about them. So I was attracting more people that didn't care about me and probably gave him all kind of whatnot energy. And then he was saying the same way with him being in the military and having to have the biggest like general general ranking. He said, I realized I was still feeling so unfulfilled. I didn't feel like I was better than anyone. I, I was feeling very empty and I just wanted these material um, rankings and, and, and titles and able to carry some, the biggest guns and all kind of, he was like, that was her validation to cover up, to mask my fears, mm-hmm. to make it seem like I didn't every, I had the perfect life, perfect job, perfect this, this. I had as many women as I wanted, but I was feeling so, so empty. I didn't feel like I had a fulfilled life. And it just made me think like, when you living in your, you could call it fear, living in your sin or living in whatever it is that that's disempowering you and not taking you closer to the life to, to that's led by God and led by your soul, then you don't even sometimes know that you're even being affected by this thing. So mm-hmm. you don't know. You feel like you, your life is fine. You don't think you have trust issues. You don't think you did like you think it's my way or the highway. I validate everything because you can always find a way to validate and make things seem right. Makes sense. Yes, it's it makes sense. Normal. Exactly. And so I'm wondering, like, um, so what do you think it takes for people to realize that they are stuck in this low frequency? Mm-hmm. Is it the self reflection? Because you know, a lot of times we're like dang, if this person's mentality would just change or if the black mm-hmm. community's mentality would just change, what is it going to take? Mm-hmm. What is it going to take? Is it, just, is it just us, you know, showing our light? Because we want everyone to be aligned with their Absolutely. soul. Absolutely. I don't know. I was just asking. I mean, it's, and it's that, it talks about that in Chapter 6, the light chapter, how, you know, in the, the app, it talks about absence and presence of life mm-hmm. where there's an absence of dark or absence of light there's a presence of darkness and you just have to flip that mm-hmm. but um i don't know it's hard to say um i will say this though he did talk about in that same chapter mm-hmm. temptation addiction all of that and how it's not put on this earth to like as a trap or to mm-hmm. make us these are opportunities you have, and you have to look at that like that. these are mm-hmm. opportunities that are either gonna bring you closer to your authentic power mm-hmm. or keep you vibrating at that low frequency and mm-hmm. you know, not that ex- ex- external power. I so like it that. goes back to what Jazz was saying about intentions and choices. You have to look at yourself and really say, 
Am I going to act in this fear, this this mm. anger? Am I going to let this consume me? Mm. And it's not, it doesn't make you weak or going to the addiction. It doesn't mm. make you weak to say no to those things. It actually, you're strong mm. in saying no to those things because you're now saying, I'm taking the power away from my fear, the power away from the hatred, the anger, vanity, whatever it is that you're struggling mm. with and putting the power back into yourself. So you're not allowing these outside circumstances to influence you, but you're in control. Because we're good on the inside. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's what we always have is right. the inside. We can't really control these. You know, we can with our frequencies and what we attract to us, but it's like that ultimate, you said like the ultimate power that we're looking for is the authentic power mm-hmm. within. And I think it's because like, if we're going back to chapter one, how we're all, Evolution basically is us trying to get more powerful and more powerful and more powerful, which really we're just trying to get into the empowerment part. And I don't know, it's like we think that we're trying to get this power, but really we're trying to get this power. power And I say that because I'm like, you know, we all try to get, I'm like, what if I do become something at my company. What if I do get hired? I was literally thinking this to myself today mm-hmm. because of the, the podcast topic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to have to, I, I think the reason why people want more power is because power gives you more freedom. Yes. But no one wants to be controlled, mm-hmm. even though we try to control everything. And so it's just like, no one wants to be controlled. Like Just like going back to the circumstances with you and Kyle, how are you going to tell me to sit in the car for 10 minutes? My manager said something today. How are you gonna tell me to? <laughs> I was thinking to myself, how are you gonna tell me to do this? Like what? <laughs> and then I had to come back to myself, like if I had that still power inside, that would do the, all the power I need. I'm peaceful with whether I'm just a employee, whether I'm a manager, or whether I'm a CEO. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like we really have to find that that power within, so we're not always trying to get to the next powerful thing and never be satisfied mm-hmm. um so yeah that's what i'll be working on <laughs> yeah i just think it comes to to very really simplify things it definitely comes with and being in tune with the power within and of course you want to make sure your soul is in alignment with what god has for you yes we have this physical shell but we have a soul that's with with inside of us that never dies it's energy it can't be created it can't be responsible uh, restored and soul actually translating ancient something I don't want to mess it up but soul psyche suitcase like um, energy mm-hmm. soul is being and your yes. soul is never destroyed and so when you think about your soul you want to make sure it's aligned okay I said I was gonna make it simple okay real quick <laughs> so you want to make sure your soul is aligned with God and then you also want to just take it as small as your choices every single day when you do something, if I even go as small as if I pick y'all up something to eat, am I doing And what's the intent behind it? Is it coming from a loving place or is it coming from a fear? Like if I don't give them this food, they're, 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 I'm not going to be accepted. Is or they might give me as this or that. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Or even if you are getting this food for them, are you getting it out of a place of love or are you trying to get it out of a place of so I can control them? or mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever the case may be. That's but, real. But just think about your, your daily actions and what are you choosing with each interaction, whether it's with 
a, a plant like are you you know of course we got to run on the grass but if you just literally like stomping on specific flowers like intentionally trying to destroy it's like you can do something loving or you can do something that's tantalizing if you, if you will real. like it's just so what are your intentions on about everything that you do inanimate objects as well like when you the things you use are you handling it with care are you just throwing it all over across the place because it's, it's just like you're putting out an intention of vibration whether you know it or not it is coming back to you exactly just like i feel like i didn't finish my point on the power thing mm. when i was saying like when we are seeking power we're seeking freedom basically mm. and it makes me think of like when you were talking about recurring mm. um where you could either choose to go with your soul and be like free flowing and just going with the current or you can resist but like when you are aligned that is freedom that is me not having to worry about anything and knowing that's going to be okay like that is freedom and i think that's what our soul longs for is mm. to literally just or maybe our personality longs for it is to be ourselves to be free flowing mm. and it's just like we can't grasp that trying to get external power we only can grasp that being in control of ourselves and with the choices we making and so it's just like i feel like ultimately we say we want power but ultimately we really want just to be free to be our truest self and when you think about that that's so beautifully put because that's what they were saying in the book as well like to be I only read the cliff notes <laughs> so i don't really know what i, know, I only read them too okay. but there was another part and i think there maybe was an interview i was listening to basically he was saying to get to that ultimate power and you reminded me when you were saying um it's not the power that we're really seeking for it's the power to be free mm -hmm. and so most times what ended up ends up happening is we try to conform our freedom to someone else's freedom mm -hmm. so what's free for me may not be free for you mm -hmm. or you or any of you mm -hmm. all listening out there so we sometimes we get our freedom the, the or the power whatever you want to call it freedom or power but the your you so when you think about the word authentic, mm -hmm. authentic is to be like be genuinely you. Mm -hmm. But society tells us this genuine. I mean, this it gives you this map out, this layout of what you with the quote unquote the American dream is to have this, this, and that. So a lot of times our authenticity gets wiped away, it gets masked, it gets we 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 lose it because we see so much with social media <laughs> over with was saying like you know on social media i see everyone getting lip injections everybody look the same everybody got the same lips same old forehead same everything everyone's trying to conform to be this same idea of picture perfect beauty but it's like being free being free to like if your hair grow kinky curly or you have locks or you have straight hair whatever your hair looks like if that's genuinely what empowers you or eyes or whatever the case may look may whatever it may be or if you choose to dress a certain type of way if it's empowering to you it doesn't have to be the normal um design or style or whatever the case may be it's just do things that make you feel like you and that's what's gonna give you that authentic power this is gonna bring us back all the way to episode two i think it was mm -hmm. uh, being authentically you yes and don't you okay don't we just love a confident person yes. don't we love a confident man mm -hmm. like and and men when i talk to them sometimes they're like, I'm like what do you want okay it's recently just happening it's like a secure woman and like mm -hmm. you know stuff like that and so it's just like 
the fact that she said we want to be free to love our ourselves exactly how we are to love our hair, to love our skin, to love our, you know, everything, mm-hmm. to love our voices. Yes. And so it's just like, we're already attracted to people who confidently love their authentic self. Mm-hmm. Yet we do go out of our way to not be that. We mm-hmm. get, I mean, I get the bundles too. Like we not trying to like, even that could be a, a expression of who you are exactly. as well. But it's just like, some people don't do it for exactly. that reason. It is to be a cover-up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, sometimes I struggle with that too um, in the past. I love my afro now. But it's just like, you want your hair to look look a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside, you really just want to be okay mm-hmm. with the hair that God gave you. You really just want to be okay with the skin that God gave you. And just hearing you say that, it just makes me feel like it's going to help us and the soulmates just really kind of like push to just love our who we are, mm. the way God made us. Regardless, like that is the goal. That is, and so that's you your superpower. Be, yeah, and as we talked about, that's what make you shine. That's what makes your soul shine brighter than you. when you walk in a room. That's what captivates everyone to mm-hmm. you. Is when you are truly just being expressing yourself, yourself. like mm-hmm. truly like. And, it, and, and people can take it as they will. They can take it or they cannot love it. But as long as you feel empowered, as long as you feel like you slaying and doing a day thing, or you may yes. not need to take all that. Maybe you like to showcase your your reading ability or your 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 smarts. If that's what truly truly make you feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and and pleased and happy and, and at peace, then you do that. You mm-hmm. do that. You do whatever it is and. And know that as you travel, your soul is going to bring you to different opportunities, put different things into your ideas and spark you spark just different visions in your mind for you to want to dibble and dabble or, or start something. Or But that's your vision and you have to follow that. And it doesn't matter if no one else agrees with that because that's not their sole purpose. That's not what's going to make them authentically them so yes and you're gonna authentically attract who's authentically for you the right people around you when you are your authentic self and i'm so glad you brought up vision so i'm just listening to a sermon by jeremy foster from oh i love him City. (laughs) and so they're actually talking about marriage but with our soul and in this life that we have right now we have to have a vision for our lives and if we have that vision about how we want our friendships to be, how we want our marriage to be, how we want our lives to be, you know, if we have that vision, I think we all have that. And sometimes people's visions are skewed because of how they've been brought up, like, and they are in yes. that cycle of, I can't get this, I can't get that. Yes. But if you flip that to know that you get whatever you want and right. you deserve whatever you want in your authentic soul, is authentically good and joyful in his light, meaning that that is what is in store for you if you seek that thing. So start to create a vision for your life that is of light and and that is of abundance. Because when you can see that, that dictates your your choices. I don't want to fight because I have a relationship in my mind that is full of love and light and happiness and thoughtfulness. I'm going to make the decision to communicate when this bothers me, I'm going to make the decision to love on you. 
I want this life. So I'm going to make the decision to do hard work. I, I want peace. So I'm going to make decisions to make sure I make decisions to have peaceful choices. I'm going to do it. I want to be great. I'm going to make great decisions. And so it's just like, first, you have to create a vision for every aspect of your life. And then, like we say, it takes baby steps, one step at a time to get there. But that's like the fun part. And then also... I'm just going back to scripture. If you don't have vision for whatever it is, you will perish. Not only saying that you will perish, like you're going to die. I'm saying that your relationship will perish. Your work, your your ideas will perish if you do not see a vision for them. Mm. And so, mm. that's ooh, and ultimately, not necessarily literally speaking, you will perish. Right. But you will stay in that same cycle over mm-hmm. and over and, and over. And that's perishing, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Because you're not prospering. You're not moving forward to all the wonders. and the God don't want you to be out here sitting around stressed out, bummed out, worried about everything every little day. Like You may have to go through that now, but there is going to come a time where... It, so, I don't want to say it's going to ever stop. Because that would be lying to people saying you won't get uh, sad or you won't, arguments won't arise and disagreements won't happen and just things that you don't agree with won't take place in your life. But you will have that decision, that decision to make like, okay, yes, and Kobe good at this. Like, yeah, my car may have got wrecked or broke down or I got a ticket two minutes before the show, but I am going to decide to, you know, not let this ruin my mood, not let this have me like, just throw the whole day away, as we would say, exactly. you know, throw the whole 24 hours away just because this little 10 minute event happened. So you will get faced with different trials and tribulations and challenges along your journey. But it's all about that decision. Like temptation might come. You might see a, a fine chick or whatever guy or a hot dude or you might uh, have seen a, a man in front of you drop $500. But you have the decision, that decision. Yeah. Like, is this instant gratification or is this pleasure mm. that I'm that I'm gonna get out of this? Is this more important than the bigger going back to what you said that authentic empowerment, that bigger picture, my happiness, my joy? Is it really worth me risking my family? <laughs> is this really worth me risking my wife, my husband? Think about that. Is this that. really worth me risking my job? Mm. Like, yeah, I can skim on the hours and add. Is this really worth my job? Mm. That's good. That's good. That's good. Is this really worth my time? Right? Come on. Right. You just do stuff in the moment thinking, ah, mm. oh, it's, it's, it's regular. I mean, it's harmless. It's harmless. But nope. Because you're trying to get that little piece of instant gratification. You blocking this whole mountain of blessings that God can be pouring in your life. Yes. And it's just like, I love this so much because what it's this is a practice. These are and it's so good. We just get we get multiple and I love how you put it opportunities to make these decisions and to yes. make these choices and to choose life. And when you start practicing more and more and more, you get excited when you see somebody drop fifty dollars. You like, sir, <laughs> is this your fifty dollars? Right. Like here you go, you get excited to be light. You get excited to give back. You right. get excited to you like, oh, this is an opportunity. I could, I could go off right yes. now. I could go off, but I'm gonna take this opportunity to be a better person. Right. And I'm going to see about how I can fill my power within. It's like, whoa, did he really just say that to me? Oh, All right, I'm going to 
they gonna test you. They gonna test you multiple times about the days. But guess what? You gonna choose to not go. Let, let them bring you down. Let them bring your frequency down. Don't do it. And that's the thing. I was talking to my um. I was gonna call my best friend. My friend Ola, um, one of my coworkers. She was um going through like this little fight with her best friend mm -hmm. and i was telling her like i was telling you like you did not do anything wrong you're like you're a great human being because i just could tell when people are like literally ones who like really reflect on themselves yeah to, to the point sometimes to their detriment right. and um i just want to have to reassure y'all like y'all good like y'all yes. the fact that you're even reflecting on yourself is amazing but i said the only thing mm -hmm. wrong with that fight or this friendship going on is that you allowed that to affect you. You allowed it to get to you. You know, you did everything right. The only yeah. thing you did wrong is, in, in which we all do, you yeah. allowed it allowed to, it to affect, affect you. You, yes. you know? And which that's also a choice too. Mm -hmm. It is. So it like is. allowing things to get to you, you have to just understand that you know we're going back. People are people, humans are humans. Mm -hmm. They gonna do stuff that's yeah. gonna right. make you mad, upset you, right. throw you off the horse, mm -hmm. throw you off the wagon. But the fun thing is you could just start over again. Yes. Right. It's, it, yeah. And it hurts, just being honest. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. sometimes these things hurt and they say, like, you have to just go through it. You have mm -hmm. to Cry it out, really hey. feel it. Like sometimes it's funny. It is. Like sometimes it's no, I ain't about to tell nobody to go <laughs> slash his tires. Oh no, I don't want to get even. No, but like you might need to feel that emotion in yeah. your in your space. See how it affected you. And it it may not be like as simple as okay, I am sad now, so I am feeling. Let me write this. No, but like <laughs> like because no. you know people be like, okay, you talk. I just feel your emotions, and but like you may need to play that scene in your head over and over again. Be like. Like not over and over and over, but over and over again. Like not all like for two months, but like maybe for like two days. Like you might need to or cut it down to two hours or something. Like yeah. just really get it out. Because if you try to suppress that thing and act like it didn't bother you when you know it really it really affected you, it can create something way larger. Animosity toward yes. that person. Wait, this is something we even missing it missing though about thinking about that, about how people might make us mad or something. Mm -hmm. The big thing in this book that he talked about was reverence, mm. right? You're right. And just think, if we all <laughs> like ready. acted in a way where we realize that anything I do is gonna affect the the universe, my you know, just think about this for a second. Let's take Nipsey Hussle's um, mm. death for an example, right? Right. That shooting, not it affected his his daughter, his mother. The mother of his kids. You see what I'm saying? I got you. I got on you. On that level, on that base, mm -hmm. it affected Compton, that community, that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You take it a level further, it affected the black community. Mm -hmm. Yep. It affected the nation. It really did. Because everybody saw that, and yes. now everybody is different for that. And just imagine if one of Nipsey's family members went back and did something back. to the mm -hmm. guy. And it happens in our neighborhoods, you know, it's messed up, but it happens all the time. You're right. And it, how that, if, if he did Cycles. do something like that, that cycle, yeah. And mm -hmm. then now that person's family is affected mm -hmm. because of that, which his family mm -hmm. is already affected because of his actions. Mm -hmm. Right. Now I can't see him no more. Exactly. And then just imagine if it just keeps going like that, that, that mm -hmm. rotation of violence. Right. And it, you don't have to be that deep. Let's say but it is that deep. It is that deep. Right. But let's say, you know, take it back on a personal level mm -hmm. of, you know, just the pettiness or if we do something, if we mm -hmm. lie 
a lie might affect our friendship, right? Mm -hmm. And now you don't trust females no more. Exactly. And mm -hmm. now you move different with somebody else. And because you, you know, that one lie that somebody told yeah. affected your friendship. And now you can't trust another female. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now you treating the other females different. And they're like, why she all snotty yeah. and acting like, spiral. you see what I'm saying? Until someone stops it. Exactly. But if we go back ourselves. within ourselves, if everybody mm -hmm. approached mm -hmm. everything from a situation of what I do, it's not going to affect just this moment in time, but it's going to affect the universe and how everybody moves, then it would change how we treat each other, how we choose to react to things, how we act <laughs> in certain situations. Girl, this is so <laughs> good. Like that, and that's what, the, that's what got me yes, about this book. You said that so Is that it's quick. on an ecosystem, like it's on a, a community level. It's so much right. deeper than it's just deeper us. than even community. I love that it's just brings you back to Jesus. I think you said yes, this on the yes. phone, like he, or just now, like he knew he was gonna get betrayed. Yes. He knows we out here acting an ass. Mm -hmm. He still died on the sins, on the cross for our sins. And it's just like, do we deserve it? <laughs> but he like intentionally made each decision for us. Yeah. And without thinking about oh me, me, me. He thought about us, and I. And if we want to be more like Jesus, we have to think about us. the people. If we did more things thinking about others, then once again, Ooh. just everything. Y'all feel deeply inside. I, I do. do. And like, I, I do. I feel like I was reading spirits. I had. I had to stop so many times. And just like, this is so good. I have it's, chills, y'all. Y'all. I'm so glad that you brought that's one of the most important points of the book and I mm, forgot to even does. think about that but that reverence is so true because mm. it is a it skin. helps you move different and think about people differently and understand that you know what okay this person why did this person steal from the store because they they grew up without they you know they ain't got no job mm -hmm. why they ain't got no job oh because they educational system fucked up why is the educational system fucked up because government's you know mm -hmm. so they had to do you know if you're thinking about mm -hmm. and just coming from a place of understanding then it just allows you to say you know what like <laughs> I'm not saying that when somebody steals from you you should just be like awesome they just stole from me like it is what it is no. it just make it makes you come from a place. Of, of understanding mm. absolutely yeah and that when you understand it helps you when you are going through the emotion of feeling it filling it out mm -hmm. you can fill it out with understanding and it, mm -hmm. it heals you faster because you it, understand we have so much to we talk about, about yeah. I want to talk about uh, what's underneath our fear what's underneath our jealousy you know yeah yeah <laughs> okay this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Yeah. Cause you you said it in the um, on our phone call yesterday. Yeah. And every it's like you said that when you look underneath what we fear the most, mm -hmm. like what we are so tied to, what makes us jealous, mm -hmm. those underlying fears of just like even people of losing mm -hmm. a person, mm -hmm. losing a relationship, of losing somebody from Earth, mm -hmm. like. If we let that go, we we could be free because we, honestly we could. It's because we know at the end of the day, it's what I took from it, that none of this is ours, mm -hmm. even the people that we have. Mm -hmm. So we, we don't own anyone. 
Mm-hmm. So it's just we fear losing people most of the time, whether it's a relationship, a job, yes. or whatever thing. These things are not ours. Mm-hmm. These all these things, people, they go back to the heavens. Like mm-hmm. once we understand this is not ours for the taking, mm-hmm. we no longer have to fear losing it because it's mm-hmm. not we can't lose something that's not ours. Yep. All we can do is be good stewards mm. of the people that are in our life, the things that are in our life, the opportunities that are in our lives. And that's all we can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all. What she's talking about is in the book, he says, the need for physical dominance produces a type of competition that affects every aspect of our lives. It affects our relationships, our friendships, all of that. And the, they fear the power that these symbols represent they fear those whom they expect this power to contain, or they fear both. And anything we fear, losing a home, mm-hmm. a car, an attractive body, our mm-hmm. minds, our loved ones, mm-hmm. is a symbol of external power, right? Mm-hmm. So what we fear is an increase of our vulnerability. So because we fear this, we feel vulnerable. And, mm-hmm. and in turn, it's just, it leads to just pain. Hmm. Suffering. Suffering. And you attract everything that worrying. you fear. Yes. yes. All those low frequency, like Jasmine. Not said. able to love. Yes. Fully. Fully. Yes. Ooh, ooh, we gotta go, but Jesus. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kobe. Wow. Thank you. Thank, thank you, God. Thank you, so thank you for much. letting thank the you. fight. <laughs> so we can come to right. We're good, y'all. We good. <laughs> it was just a moment. But yes, of course. Ooh, yeah, that was deep, y'all. All right, what time is it? It's, it's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to tell yourself to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life in fear or you're transforming your life in faith. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say I am strong. So when on those days when you're feeling weak, don't speak that over your life. Instead, say that I'm feeling strong, I'm feeling powerful, I'm feeling divinely aligned. Um, y'all, it's three of us, and I'm affirming that it's millions and millions and trillions of you all. And we're going to go ahead and end this thing out with our positive affirmation, y'all. Who wants to go first? I saw this um, on Instagram, so I'm going to just kind of build my uh, affirmation around this. The goal is to develop spiritual stamina. So when a problem occurs, I don't react out of emotion, but out of wisdom. I am choosing divine actions. I am All right, guys, let us know your affirmations below. Oh, like, I know y'all want to share this podcast, right? Yes. Yes. I want to. The spirit is literally so thick in here. Like, I'm so, So I'm shook. Like, I'm shook. I can't even speak right now. I feel like I feel it in my chest. I am shook. Please, guys, share this episode. True. If you watch this on YouTube, chop this thing up <laughs> and share it with someone else. Um, subscribe with the, subscribe to us on all platforms. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five star rating. 
and just also write a nice review. We also have to thank Fat and Function for letting us be here in this amazing facility. Thank you, they thank are you. very affordable. They are black owned, woman owned. If you live in the Houston area, Pearland area, please go to fatandfunction.com. Wait, wait. I don't know if it's actually fat. I think it's fatandfunctionhtx.com. I'm going to put the link right here. If you're watching us on YouTube. And I don't know. I'm just so happy. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We told you we were going to make up for the 30-minute podcast. Y'all got an hour and 18 minutes. So, or something like that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. We love y'all.